Hello, hi. Oh, just uh, Monday morning. So happy Monday. Happy Monday to everybody who might be listening and uh, to myself, happy Monday. <laughs> Starting off well because I'm walking in the park and being amongst the greens and uh, just taking my time to reflect on all the great stuff that happened. It's just, you know, life just happens so fast. Like, we're like, I feel like we're living in a bullet train, you know. Um, in Japan, they have these really uh, fantastic, futuristic looking trains, the Shinkansen. I feel like I'm in one because things just happen. Holy cow, like, what happened? So for me, it's this podcasting, at least recounting and talking to myself. It's a way of, you know, reflecting and uh, appreciating and thinking about the moments that happened. Because we need to take time to process. We just don't take time to process. We just like, we just let life happen and we take the autopilot. You know, life happens to us and we're like, hmm. La, 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 la. <laughs> and it shouldn't yeah it's just you're 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 in such a fast pace so meditation retreats are actually great because things happen so slowly and uh, you got nowhere to retreat to so you're really see holy so much stuff that's happening at the back we don't take time to process and understand <laughs> so we can't let go so anyways uh this uh podcast is really dedicated to uh, a little girl um yeah just i met her and she's not little anymore she's a she's a preteen <laughs> she's a teenager she's a friend of my um uh, my, my daughter but one year younger two years younger so of course, my daughter feels a little bit like, uh, you know, uh, I'm so superior. I'm such a not in your league. So Eva takes on this big sister role. And they're frankly just two years apart. You know, it doesn't make any difference. So so this girl, let's call her Stella, you know, for her identity. So Stella came over, you know, the whole family came over and... Uh, I, suge I suggested, hey, uh, do you want to spend the night? And she's like, yes, 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 yes. And so apparently she has never spent the night in a friend's house. So understandable, protective parents. My parents were exactly the same way. So I completely understand. Though our dad is like reluctantly said yes, because, you know, we know each other. And so they trust us. So she was so over the moon. It was amazing. So she's kind of like, you know, a little shy, but also very teeny bopper, loves music and stuff. My daughter is a bit of a complete opposite. Um, Eva's very reclusive. Uh, she will not feel the need to please. That's a, it's, it's kind of like my daughter's super strength, I think, because I'm a people pleaser. I feel like I have to get out of my way to make people feel comfortable. Um, oh, but no, mine, no, 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 she's got a friend over, she'll do her own thing, she'll listen to her own music, and the other person has to come to her, so mm, I think it's a good thing too, because she's very zen, 
in her own way. It's not like she's snobbing anybody. It's just that if she wants to draw, she will draw. Doesn't matter who is around her, she will not care. So I felt like it was a little bit strange with Stella, because Stella looks like somebody who is, um, yeah, wants companionship, wants to talk, wants to connect, wants to do stuff. And my daughter is a little bit like cool, right? So they they were together,、um, you know, at a distance doing activities, but it was it was interesting, let's say. So then at night, you know, we had dinner, and then I'm like proposing because I had also my boys had a friend over, and you know, all boys were all stuck to the video games and Nintendo. They were all stuck, so I was like, okay. I gotta give them some kind of experience for their life, right? So here's the mom thinking and projecting herself, her childhood upon her kids. So I'm like, okay, there are these amazing fireflies in our park. So once it hits dusk, they're like, I swear, they're like a thousand fireflies, so many all around, like. I've never seen that before, so I'm like, I want to give these kids this experience of a lifetime. So around 9:30, I was like, "Come on, kids, let's go to the park." So we went to the park,、um, but because we went into the, you know, there's nothing that's lit.、Uh, my youngest starts to get really scared. He's like, "No, no, 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 I'm not going to the park. I'm not going. I'm not going in the forest." And I'm like, "It's okay. Let's hold hands." So I was holding hands with Stella. The three boys were holding hands with each other, and they refused to step into the forest. So only me and Stella went in, and we saw these fireflies, and it was so huge. Oh my God, the color was like a light bulb, like boom, you know. And and we were fascinated, and we were really like, this is so cool. I feel like we were in camping, and we we're looking at the stars and aeroplane. Um, it was amazing. It was really nice connection.、Um, my daughter would never do such things as well, so I got to borrow Stella as a daughter for the weekend, which is great. Get to do all the mother-daughter activities that I didn't get to do again. Instead, I'm projecting, you know, my childhood upon, upon, <laughs> and having this childhood experience again, which is great. I'm always a child. I always feel like I'm ten years old. So there was so. We walked back because the boys are like, no, 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 no. We want to get out of here. They're scared. So they they like the fireflies, but then they're too scared to appreciate. So I'm like, okay, let's not force them. And I, of course, I tease them a lot. I'm like, weren't you like fighting and slaying dragons and stuff with、uh, Zelda? They're like, yeah, but that's different. That's on a screen. This is real life. I'm like, okay, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> So we're walking back, and then, and then Stella engages me in this conversation, which is great. She's like, "Hey,、um, you know, what kind of noise sounds do you like?" I'm like, "Hmm." It's like, "Oh my, hmm, like, hmm." It's like, you know, a lot of people they like the sound of rain, but no, I, I don't know, I don't know the sound of water.、Mm, I'm not sure. Then I'm like, "Yeah, but isn't the sound of little spring rivers and brooks? Isn't that a beautiful sound?" It's like. Yeah, I'm not sure, but for me, what is the really amazing sound for me? And then I'm looking at her, and just, I'm like calculating what's her age. So I'm like doing the mental maths.、So、my daughter is 13; she's two years younger. That makes her, a little, you know, like shy of 11. 
wow, this 11-year-old is asking me what's my favorite sound. It's like pinching myself. Is this really happening? I'm like, yes, it is. I'm like, my God, I love this conversation with this kid. You know, she's 11, but I'm totally digging this conversation. So I'm like looking at her, full attention, full-on attention. I'm not pretending to listen anymore. <laughs> you know how adults, they do the mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then they're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and you can tell they're totally faking it, and they're thinking of 1,000 other things to do, and they're just kind of like just entertaining you, but not really there. But, well, I was not in that mood. You know, when the kids start talking about Zelda and Nintendo, my eyes glaze over and I do the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even Jules said, Ma, you're doing the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, sorry. Okay, oops. <laughs> Caught in the act. But my girl, favorite sounds. So I said, okay, tell me, Stella, what's your favorite sound? And she's like, well, my favorite sound is when you go in the forest and then you hear the wind blowing through the leaves. And it makes this beautiful rustling sound. I'm like, oh my God, that's also my favorite sound. So I was telling her, I love that sound. And ever since I was young, actually, I mean, I was a teenager. And um, I remember I was probably in Finland, you know, during my exchange period. I'll do do really long solo walks alone or with a friend. And I would notice... I never noticed that in Asia, funny enough, but in, in Finland, in Europe, I noticed these forests, these birch forests, these, ah, mosquito, man, bloody hell, these vicious vampires. <laughs> okay, so like, yeah, walking through the, the, the birch forest and then hearing the wind and then the, the leaves. So I'm like, totally, Stella, I love that sound. I'm just like, yeah, I love that sound. So then we were talking about sounds and all, then I'm like, girl, I think you are an air sign for whatever reason. And I'm like, it's like air sign. I'm like, yeah, I bet your zodiac has the element of air for some reason. I just thought. And she's like, what is zodiac? I'm like, well, when's your birthday? She's like, oh, my birthday is so-and-so. I'm like, let's go check it out. And so we went home and we spent, so according to re- rephrase by my daughter, we spent two hours talking about her her zodiac, which is an Aquarius. And lo and behold, it's the air sign. So she's like, oh my God, yes, I'm the air sign. You're amazing. And then we talked about jealousy. She said, like, you know, it says Aquarius, really jealous when somebody they love pays attention to someone else. And she's like, and this is where I feel like she's having conversations with very comfortable conversations with an adult, with a mom, who is not her mom. You know, I would totally say such things to, when I was young, I always look for people who I connect with as a mother, but it's not my mom, so I feel very comfortable and I can relate. So I was, I felt like I was stepping into that role, which is a very privileged role. It really helps a little girl it really helps you to see a different perspective. And I see that because, you know, you can't be the perfect mom for your daughter. It's a different energetic thing. So I was like, okay, check me out. All right. She's like, yeah, you know, and she was really shy. Like, you know, at school and I, you know, I have crushes on boys and, um, and then the boy doesn't like me and he like has attention for someone else. I'll be really, 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 really jealous. Acknowledging it was not like jealousy is bad or anything. We were just acknowledging and having fun, and it was 
a total bonding moment. It was so cool. So we continued talking. And then I'm like, okay, what is the favorite color of an Aquarius? So I'm like, hmm, before I give you the answer from Wikipedia or from Google, let's ask, what's your favorite color? And then she's like, um, I got a couple of like different favorite colors, but then on the tip of her mouth, she's going like, mm, I would say mm, blue and like purple. I'm like, spot on. So it's written, blue is the favorite color of Aquarius. So she's like, oh my God. So it's like, again, it's like screaming. And so we had so much fun and, you know, totally bonding there. And the next day we went to the park again. Uh, to, again, once again, with the motive of bringing the boys out to have some nature moments, then video game moments. And we were talking, and then, you know, here's where the conversation gets deeper. So she's like, um, uh, you know, I'm so happy, I'm so happy, I'm so happy that I'm doing spending the night, because this is the first time that she's spent the night, and, you know, it's a glorious experience, you know, just, it's like, you know, it's like, it's weird, so she's totally analyzing the situation, which is absolutely formidable, it's great, I mean, it's just great, you know, to have that very connectedness to yourself, and able to express it out, I feel that's quite rare amongst young people, they don't really share, they don't really talk about emotions and stuff, but this girl is very connected to her emotions, which is awesome. She's like, you know, it feels kind of strange. Like, you you know, you're sleeping, you're waking up, but then you're just waking up to a different house, and it's a little different experience. And But I'm so happy and stuff. And I'm like, that's great. So she's like, you know, totally getting connected to her, her feelings. And then she said, like, you know, um, I had this experience when, and this is huge, right? So it's like, um, I, I, my friend, my best friend wanted me to spend a night in her house and stuff. And I, my dad said no, because you know why? I'm like, why? It's like, because she has an elder brother. Oh, and he's only two years younger than me. Can you believe it? And I'm like, okay. All right. Yeah. You know, dads, they want to protect their daughters and stuff. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, a totally just thinking about my dad you know it's like t totally conservative and totally awkward about sex and guys and everything and completely handicapped to talk about this stuff I'm like yes totally I understand you know and she's like um yeah and you know at school they at science class they're teaching us about reproduction and you know how to make babies and stuff and then it's so gross and I, I don't know I just kind of like my thoughts went that direction and I was thinking hey is my dad thinking about that thought and that's like it just makes me feel so uncomfortable and and I really salute you know Stella for for actually verbalizing and saying that out loud because um because this is big you know this 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 is really big I, I think, one, there is this element of shaming um, that is inexplicitly said about, you know, the possibilities of a men taking advantage of a girl or, you know, a woman or something like that. And couple it up with this whole fact that you're a teenager and you're just a preteen, so your hormones are in wreck and you don't feel like you're a girl. You don't feel like you're a woman or you don't feel like you're a girl. You're kind of like very confused. 
and vulnerable. And on top of that, there are these hints of shaming that parents do of what could happen and how a, a man could perceive you that feels very shameful, like, you know, and, and guilty. And, and all these sticky emotions that doesn't feel good, but it's never spoken out loud. And so Stella was expressing all that. And I just had this complete, like, flashback of when, and I was not like, the girl is 11 years old, right? I was, hell, I was 18 years old. So you can see how late I am, right? And I had come back from Finland. Um, I, we met, me and my best friend, we met our parents, my parents, in, um, in Italy. We did the whole road trip around Italy um, and England together. No, around Italy together, right? And and so, literally, Finland like is a, Finland is some kind of like life changing place for me because it was the first long trip distance away from home, away from my parents living separately. Uh, but it's also the place where I met Ante, who is my first boyfriend. So, first relationship if you wish adult relationship very first so and it was very beautiful and it was a complete breakup because it's long distance and stuff that's a different uh, podcast altogether so there I was having this complete independent life for the past five months no parents intervening and so my best friend and I were all around Italy you know, we're just going around on our own because my parents refused to walk. So we did our own thing. We came home at 10 p.m. and I had this sit-down lecture by my dad about how it's not safe and how I'm a girl and how it's not safe and how I'm a girl and how it's not safe. And to prove his point, he said, my socks are really dirty. And he took my socks and he started washing them just to say that I'm not capable of taking care of myself. So this is a huge awareness that my parents always try to lock me in, keep me like, like a kid, because they feel extremely uncomfortable about the fact that their, their little girl is growing up. And they, they want to not let me grow up, right? They prefer to just keep me contained because they're incapable of dealing with it. It's their incapacity. But they have all the great intentions of protecting me. It's just not serving me, right? So now I have greater awareness about that. And the shame, it's like, how could you, a girl, be roaming around in the streets of Italy at night? And uh, in the same way Stella was telling me about how her father was hinting to the fact that her friend has an elder brother and all the potential what could be done, but it was never said. It was like, if you saw this in a manga or in a comic strip, it would be, dot, 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 with the dad's look and the girl looking. And, you know, words not needed to be spoken, but you know what's happening in their minds. So this was huge. It's like, hey, parents, especially daddies and girls, daddies and daughters have such a strong connection. But, you know, when their little daughters start to grow up, the daddies feel they're losing control and losing grip. And they cannot cuddle, they cannot, they feel awkward. It's like the girl is developing as some woman, right? They can't cuddle, they can't be, be you know, like it was in the past. And they're kind of nostalgic. And they want to keep you like this little girl. 
right? So you like grow up into this woman body with a little girl mindset, with a whole lot of guilt and shame and stuff around, awkwardness around men because your father helped you to feel that way, or you know, yeah, well, degenerated you into feeling that way. But it's because they're unable to process their own sh stuff, right? That's totally my dad. Um, so I'm like, yes, it's normal. It's normal. It's normal, Stella, you know, but give him some time and continue and you will see things will progress. It will be better for you. So that's all That's all I said, but I, I know that there's a whole lot that's going on beneath the surface. Um, so yeah, so that was a huge moment. I think that, I think just the fact that she also confided helps to to confront her emotions and release that, release that block. So I, I'm quite confident that now, you know, Stella has come to an understanding that this is the way it is, and uh, you know, I'm starting to develop, and and yeah, and that you know, we're we're women, and there's this bond of. Um, womanhood as well, if you have kind of like woman circle of friends, older sisters, and that's what she, I think, is in, indirectly kind of like looking for, because she knows instinctively that there, there is help to be sought, um, and she's drawn to an elder sister figure, which is my daughter, who is very confident, um, very aloof able to draw very well and be in her own in her own body in a very confident way i think she's she's finding that figure and then she's finding you know my, you know myself also able to to talk to issues um and that's great and 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 then we started talking about you know the typical um very typical but very sensitive topic which is pimples, right? So welcome teenagehood, you get a lot of pimples. So so then I'm like, yeah, you know, um, so that morning we did this routine of aloe vera gel and uh, putting and she's like, oh my god, it feels so good. So she's, she's, she's so cute. So she was really loving it, like all the, the aloe gel and stuff. Oh, it feels good on my skin. I'm like, yeah, 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 do this every day. I'll give you some aloe. And um, so we were talking about pimples, and I'm like, you know, um, I was doing a little bit of my mama speech, but I know I don't have to because like, I'm really amazed by what she said afterwards. And I'm like, so I didn't know that. I didn't know the extent of her, her maturity, but I, I started first and I said, you know, you know, the pimples and stuff, it's all part of growing up. It's all part of becoming a woman and, and love this because you are very magical and you know, we're very connected to the moon cycle. And she's like, yes, and the men are connected to the sun, and they're like sun energy, and we're like moon energy. I'm like, wow, wow, don't underestimate uh, the young generation. They're, they're so intuitive. So I'm like, yes, absolutely. And, and I'm like, you know, love your pimples. It's part of your body. And she's like, yeah. And this is, this is amazing. She's like, yes, I do, actually. And, and, and I tell myself, I said, I love you, pimples. You're there with me when I'm doing exams. I love you, my pimples. You're there with me when I sleep. And you're there with me when I'm sad. And you're there with me when I'm happy. And then I will touch my forehead. And I will tell them, I'm like, this girl has totally made it.
Like she is totally understanding the whole self-love that is so hard even for a lot of adults to grasp. And there she is, like, I'm loving my pimples, and it's like I'm loving myself, you know. And it's it's wonderful. I think having met Stella this weekend, like really understanding her because talking to her, I meet her all the time, but. I, I never connect with her, right? I see her as a child, right? And me as the adult, you know, we play this this game of separation. But when we came together, it just felt like, wow, you know, I can totally connect with this girl. You know, and we're like friends, forever friends. You know, there's no age gap, whatever. So I'm like, amazing, kudos. Um, and uh, she wanted to hold muffin. She wanted to walk muffin, so I'm like, are you sure? Because it's a very big dog. She's like, yes, 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 yes. I'm like, okay. So I gave her the leash. And of course, you know, it's like, Muffin's, uh, she's lightweight. Muffin is big, right? So the moment Muffin saw a small dog, Muffin wanted to play. And she just, it just took one second. And Muffin ran away and went to scare off that little dog, that woman was really upset, um, picked up her little dog, and just gave us, both of us, a really dirty look. And we didn't talk about it. You know, like an adult, I don't talk about issues when things happen. I just said, it's okay, Mia, no, no, don't worry. Um, uh, <laughs> Stella, you know, don't worry about it. Um, I took back the leash. Then, um, and, and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm like, don't worry about it. You know, this is, this is totally the dog, right? And I taught her how to hold and, you know, get better controls of the, the, the leash to get a tighter grip. And then she surprised me again. So, so then Stella's like, yeah, you know, when things like this happen and then when at school also when my friends say, I don't want to talk to you anymore and I don't want to be your friend, I just don't take it to heart. I'm like, oh, really? It's like, yeah. And, and, and she's like, do you know how I do this? Do you know what's my, my, my analogy? I'm like, yeah, t- totally, tell me. So, well, I put myself in their shoes. And I feel like, is this, is this something that I would have, would I have a common reaction if I were in their shoes? And if the answer is yes, I would totally feel that way. And I'd totally feel angry or something. I'd say such a thing. Then I can let it go, you know. So I think she's also thinking about that lady who's overprotective of her little dog um, and gave us a dirty look. She would have done the same, right? So so I'm like, no, no holding grudges. Just I can, I can let it go. I can pardon them. And that was phenomenal. Like, you know, for this 11-year-old to explain the extent, you know, it's, you know, the forgiveness and able to look beyond and not get personal, you know, not not to personally feel such things, and to let go, it's it's great. So that's that's why I I thought I would do this podcast and then really to share back with her mom, because um, the encounter, you know, with uh, this 11-year-old, the extent of conversation that we have, the feeling I get that you know her her extent of maturity is um and not just maturity but spirituality you know that connection to her inner self you know especially when the way she describes the sound and the leaves and walking in nature this child has a very high um uh, of course everybody has a strong connection with the 
the source energy, but this one has particularly strong energy. <laughs> the way she's talking about, you know, women are connected to the moon cycle and the men to the sun. It's exactly what I would say, but I'm 44 years old, right? She's 11. So um, it's great. I see the the young generation, um, you know, my, my daughter, for example, very secure, very connected, her friends, you know, like Stella, but also all her, her some of her other friends also very exceptional. It's, uh, it's amazing. I, I, I feel like the generations are just getting wiser and wiser. I mean, definitely wiser than probably what I was feeling when I was her age, right? Feeling very uncomfortable in my body and there she is able to express it. There is a huge forgiving to let go of my dad, definitely. You know, the blockage of your feminine divine is also coming because the masculine energy wants to block in. That's your father, your father, very afraid of the power of the daughter's body that's changing, transforming, don't know what to do with it. And he himself probably not having gone through the whole extent of realizing this yin-yang balance, masculine-feminine balance, his own masculinity, um, and not fearing the feminine, um, the feminine energy as well. And so they pass on to you all their insecurities. So you as a girl feel really awkward growing up. So I definitely, it's my homework this week to let go of my ex, which is Ante, the, you know, Finland, whatever happened, I got to let go. And I need to do a big, huge forgiveness and look into the energy of my father, um, the same way as I'm doing it with my mom, but also with my father uh, this week. So, and that's how uh, Stella has helped me to see this because probably what I want to do more and more is... Um, to see how I can start working more and more with children, you know, with teenagers, because, yeah, that would be that would be a great great career actually, just working with young young people and helping them to get through their awkwardness and come out to be full confident beings. But first, I need to be that full confident being, right? I need to, you know, release all those traps and energies as well within me. So so that's that's the plan. And until next time, well, um, this has been a really long uh, reflection exercise, but I feel a whole lot better to share and to talk about it and to really give kudos as well to my little friend, uh, Stella. And I will not call her little friend because that is kind of like, again, putting a distance between us. There is no distance. She is my friend, period. And same level, that, 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 no separation, you know. Um, yeah, super inspired by her, her example. And uh, I wish the same for all, you know, young, young girls, that they would have the same level of uh, spiritual connection and uh, uh, openness of the throat chakra the ability to communicate and resonate deeply with their feelings and able to talk and vocalize it. I really wish the same for all girls. Yeah, so with that, wish you a great day. Lots of love. <laughs>